This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today is day eight of Wayne Dyer Week. Yes, for those of you playing at home, there are not eight days in the week, but yet there are 10 Wayne Dyer lessons I'm going to share, and Wayne Dyer Week flows nicely off the tongue. So here we are talking about treating yourself as if you are already what you'd like to be. What I find to be truly fascinating about this exact topic is I've had three client calls a day that talk about embodying the version of yourself you want to be. We went deep enough down the rabbit hole with one of my clients, his name is Sean, where we started talking about the quantum fields, right? And that there's this notion that potentially there are multiple different realities occurring simultaneously. And from your heightened sense of awareness, you can embody the level of reality that you wish to create. So, fancy way of saying that would be, or dumbed down way of saying that, if you want to have a good relationship with your significant other, imagine what that relationship would feel like. Imagine the type of communication you'd have. Imagine what you would do when you get home and you hold her or him in your arms and then actually just go do that. By the nature of being able to just do that, you would be in that quantum field and the parallel reality that you might have been creating would have been eliminated. It's crazy to me because, well, I guess it's really not. Nothing happens by chance. And the fact that I've shared this with so many clients today and yet I'm sharing it now with you on the microphone has to be some sort of divine orchestration of allowing me to realize the fact that this might just be how the world works. So whether Wayne Dyer is all around me, whether he's channeling through me or somehow that in a parallel universe I have read all of his work and just have it truly ingrained in my subconscious, I'm going to share with you a lesson that I feel like you might already know. Whatever it is that you envision for yourself, no matter how lofty or impossible it might seem, I'm going to encourage you to begin acting as if what you would like to become is already who you are. It's a wonderful way to start to embody and set in motion the creative forces that collaborate to make your dreams come true. See, I believe we all have these creative forces inside of us, and they lie dormant in our lives. In order to have them become part of our lives, to stop being dormant, we must go into this unseen world, the world beyond our physical form. Here is where what doesn't exist for you in your current world and form will be created. You might think of it this way. In form, you receive information. When you move to spirit, you receive information. Inspiration. In this world of inspiration that guides you to access anything that you would like to have in your life. So what does it mean to become inspired? What's it mean to you? If I were to say, how do you become inspired to you right now, how would you answer? See, some of the most significant advice that I have ever read was written more than 2,000 years ago. It's written by a man who I don't remember how to pronounce his name. I know it starts with a P. He instructed his devotees to become inspired. 
Now you might recall that, again, that inspired word is originates from the word in and spirit. This man suggested that inspiration involves a mind that transcends all limitations, thoughts, and everything around them and breaks all their bonds, and a consciousness that expands in every direction. Here, from that vantage point, is how you actually become inspired. So play a game with me right now, just for a moment. Place your thoughts on what it is that you'd like to become. Maybe it's an artist, a musician, computer programmer, a dentist. Maybe for some strange reason you want to become a life coach like I am. In your thought, begin to picture yourself having the skills required to do these things with extreme excellence. As you have these thoughts, allow no room for doubts. Only a base level knowing. Only a soul's knowing that you should do this. From this place, when you stop imagining it, begin acting as though this was already your reality. As an artist, your vision would allow you to draw, visit an art museum, talk to famous artists, begin to immerse yourself in that world. In other words, you would begin to act as an artist in all aspects of your life. In this way, you're getting out in front of yourself and taking charge of your own destiny at the same time you're cultivating inspiration. The more you see yourself as what you'd like to become, the more inspired you ultimately are. By having the courage to declare yourself as already being where you want to be, you almost force yourself into the act of being new, being who you were divinely destined and designed to become. You can also apply this principle to areas of your life other than a choosing vocation, right? There's a chance as you're listening to this right now, you're living a life of scarcity and all the nice things that other people seem to perceptibly have are not coming your way. Perhaps, just perhaps, it's time to change your thinking and act as though what you enjoy is already here. Visualize that beautiful automobile that's your dream car. Paste on your bedroom door, on your mirror, as well as a refrigerator. While you're at it, you might as well cut out a picture and keep it in the car you're driving now. Go visit a showroom that has that car. Sit in the car. Smell that beautiful new car aroma. Run your hands over the seats. Grip that steering wheel. Walk around the car. Visualize it. Appreciate all the lines of it. Maybe even take it for a test drive. Visualize that you're entitled to drive this car and you're inspired by its beauty and it's going to find a way in your life. And in some way, somehow, this is your actual car. Talk to others about your love for this car. Read about it. Bring up a picture on your computer screen. Leave it there. All this might seem silly to you. But when you become inspired to act as though What you want is already here. You'll activate those dormant forces that will collaborate to make it your reality. I realize that this sounds really crazy. Like, right, it's really far out there. Why in the world would anybody ever actually think this? Well, why wouldn't you? At what point in your life did you lose that childlike mystery of being able to orchestrate what it is that you want to create. 
right? When you were a young man or woman and you went in the backyard to play games, you made up stuff all the time. I used to play football in my front yard in East Aurora, New York, and I had the entire Buffalo Bills team in my front yard with me. Somehow, I would magically go from Jim Kelly, the quarterback, to Thurman Thomas, the running back, and I'd figure out how to throw the ball to Andre Reid, and I was all three of these people at the same time. My adult self, as I'm saying this, sounds like a Fruit Loop. Like, that's ridiculous. How are you all these people? Well, my childlike version was open to anything. But at some point around or along our evolutional journey, we shut off that part of ourselves. I believe we do it to keep ourselves safe because at some point it doesn't make sense for us to be ridiculed and that ego starts to become more prevalent and it slows down what we're capable of creating. By having the courage to declare yourself as already being where you want to be, I can assure you that you almost force yourself into receiving these things. See, there's also extended inspiration everywhere. Let's take that car example that I just said. Right? If you've listened to any sort of distance or time with me, you realize that I've been a Rolls Royce fan for as long as I can remember. I love the weight of the doors and the silence of the engine. I love how the steering wheel is slightly smaller in diameter in my hand than most steering wheels. I love the way the leather smells and how the flying lady slowly peeks out of the hood. I love the way the gas pedal seems to be almost seamlessly able to be pushed with a rush of energy and momentum that is hard to describe. I love how the back doors open and close in the wrong direction and how every detail is meticulously handcrafted and really meant for just me. I know that I'll own the black Rolls Royce ghost with the black seats and the white piping and the black piano wood and the silver lady that pops out of the hood. I know how the plush floor mats are going to feel against the sole of my shoe. I know how the cooled seats are going to feel against my small, small, the small of my back. But see, none of this involves deception, arrogance, or hurting others. Right? I just love the car. The silent agreement that I'm making between myself and a higher power is to help me discreetly work in harmony with his forces or those forces to make my dream become a reality. I know this involves a knowing on my part that success and inner peace are my birthright and that I'm a child of the source and the higher power. And as such, I'm entitled to a life of joy and happiness. But think about you. Think about your relationship with your lovers, your coworkers, maybe your family. Act as if what you would like to materialize in these relationships is already here. A sense of harmony in your workplace. Maintain a clear vision and expectation of harmony. Then you're out in front of your day. Think of seeing five o'clock arising, arriving peacefully for everyone when it's still just 7.30 in the morning. These kind of expectations will lead you to say, 
I'm sure you'll already have everything ready this afternoon in any sort of capacity you need in business. Your family, particularly your children, it's important to always have this little thought in your mind. Catch them doing things right. Remind them often of their inherent brilliance, their capacity for being responsible, their innate talents, and their fantastic abilities. Treat them as they're already responsible, bright, attractive, and honorable. Like, this stuff is crazy to me. I got, like, I'm reading you excerpts from a book. Like right now, the past eight days of Wayne Dyer, I don't have all this stuff committed to memory. I've shared very openly. I'm reading it from a book. But if you have listened to my show, again, for any amount of time, or if this is your first episode, I have sent my bonus daughter, Gianna, every day for the past, this May will be certainly two years, a note in the morning. That note typically says, good morning, princess. I love you. You're the most beautiful, powerful, strong, intelligent, and amazing daughter in the world. Then I share something with her that I love about her, which is her divine magic, right? Her orchestration of whatever she has going on in her life. So it could be, I love the way you ride horses and how you're so stoic and how you share so much love with them. It could be like last night, I love how we sat on the couch, we had family dinner together, and then we all watched a movie, and you were present and making us laugh while bonding as a family. I've been doing this for two years, and here it is, in a book I'm sharing with you, being reframed or reaffirmed in a different manner. I'll share with you that no part of any training I've ever went through has said to start a sentence with what I've shared with my daughter. It's something that just came to me. But did it really come to me? Or are we just all tied to the source? Are we tied to a collective consciousness? If I open myself up for what is possible and I allow myself to receive what's out there, this thought came into my mind. And think about it, where do your thoughts originate from? And don't say your brain because they got into your brain somehow. Your brain executes on your thoughts. Where did that thought come from? There's no direct answer. There's only the metaphysical answer, which would be from the source, from something that can't be tapped into, but is always tapped into. Something that can't be seen or measured, but is yet omnipresent. Right, this stuff is, is just like crazy to me in this moment. What you're hearing is me stopping reading this book and just share like I don't understand how these pieces always seem to synchronistically align other than the fact of the universe telling me consistently that I'm walking the right path. For the better part of the last two weeks, almost every time I've looked at my phone, every digit on the phone has been the same. 11, 11, 111, 222, 333, 444, 555. It's crazy. Right? And you say, well, that, that's, just, that's just nonsense too. Maybe. 
or is that your inability to allow your childlike curiosity to remain open and positive? Would that then be you disconnecting yourself from the source and the availability of knowing what could be is actually divinely supposed to be? And that you don't have to be the observer in your life. You actually get to, by divinity, be the orchestrator. And that the issues you're going through in your life right now, you're actually bringing into your life because there's a lesson you need to learn so that you can transcend into something greater. Like having this sense of awareness and never getting frustrated. Like I just don't get mad at people. It's crazy to think that we're all mirrors of something else. But I digress. You're able to start to find yourself pointing out what you love about other people rather than what they're doing wrong. You'll also be able to see other people responding to you in love and harmony rather than an embittered way. Your ability to get out in front of yourself and see the outcomes before they transpire will cause you to act in a way that bring about these results. This strategy for living and embodying what you want in the world works for virtually everything. I have had a consistent thought at some sort of deep level for many years about the event that I held last weekend. I could always see these men loving and supporting what I was doing. I have a notebook that itemizes what it was that we created as a group that was written three years ago. If you doubt the power of what this could mean, I'd encourage you to give it a shot. Because yet, as I flip the page, I want to share with you things about synchronicity and inspiration. There are no coincidences. Anything that coincides is simply said to fit together powerfully. You move into spirit and feel inspired when you're activating the forces of the universe to work within you. And since all of this is really guided by spirit, there's less of a gap between your thoughts and seeing the results of those thoughts materialize for you. As you begin to place, or I begin to place, more and more of my energy on what I intend to manifest, you start seeing, or I start seeing, those intentions materialize. How many times have you thought about a particular person, and individually they will mysteriously appear? You need a book, or you heard something somewhere, and magically you see it the next moment. Maybe you have in your mind... You want information on a vacation spot and it will arrive in the mail mysteriously or pop up on the internet. All of these so-called mysteries will soon be viewed by you as part of the synchronicity of the universe working with you and through your highly energized thoughts. I'm going to encourage you to hold on to the idea that you can negotiate the presence of these things by keeping your energy field always focused with love on what you passionately intend to create. The law of attraction is put into play, and your thoughts literally become attractor energies. At first, it will seem startling and almost unbelievable. As you stay in spirit and act as if what you desire is already here, you'll find it less and less puzzling. Connect to God or the source as you always are. You are or I am the divine force that puts the synchronicity into my everyday life. 
you will realize very soon what you think about is what expands, therefore you'll become more mindful and careful of what you think about. The process of treating yourself as if begins with your thoughts and impacts your emotional states and finally stirs you into action. From thoughts to feelings to actions, they all react affirmatively when you stay inspired and get out in front of yourself in ways that are consistent with what you want to become. Declare yourself to become a genius, an expert, anything you want. As you do, you will send out attractor energy that will work with you to materialize your actions based upon those stated declarations. But treat everyone you encounter with the same intention. Celebrate others that come into your life with the finest qualities. Treat them all in this as-if manner. What I believe to be true is whether you think this is possible or impossible, you are 100% right. And you're going to continue to see and embody whatever it is that you believe to be true in 100% of your life. So the fact that two pages after I began discussing this and discussing synchronicities and seeing words or numbers in sequential order, up on the page pops something about synchronicity. I just it will encourage you from today's episode to be open to the possibility that there could be greater things going on than any of us can actually quantify. Because it's our need to understand and our need to label and define things that shuts us off from the magic that might actually exist in front of us. But what I believe happens is when you start to embody the magic that exists all around you, you recalibrate your thoughts, you set clear intentions, and you embody them all day, every day, you'll find yourself being able to get shit done. <laughs>